BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. It's Fox 2 News and News 11, the power of two at 6 a.m. A pedestrian is killed in a hit and run early this morning. What we know about the crash and the ongoing search for the driver responsible. Plus, a homeless encampment outside of St. Louis City Hall is continuing to grow. How the Board of Aldermen president is expected to address the issue today. Democrats and Republicans have come to an agreement and the government will remain open. Lawmakers narrowly avoid a government shutdown over the weekend. Why questions remain about what's next and the future for House Speaker Kevin McCarthy. Cardinal Nation says farewell to a legend. Now look at Adam Wainwright's final appearance as a Redbird. Good morning on this Monday, October 2nd. You're watching The Power of Two at 6 a.m. I'm Ty Hawkins, in for John Pertzborn. I'm Blair Lede. Thank you all for waking up with us. We're taking a live look now at our Together Credit Union roof camera. I'm going to toss it over to Angela Huddy, who has a look at your forecast for the day. Rig bright just past full moon there is uh, showing up. And we've got the planet Jupiter right below it in the sky this morning. So that's kind of a fun sight to see. Since it's going to be dark for another hour, might as well go out and check it out. Yeah. Why not? Uh -huh. <laughs> How about it? Our temperatures are pretty comfortable this morning. We're in the 50s to low 60s. That won't last long. We have two more days of the big heat to go. Now, our views here around town are looking okay. One other little hiccup this morning that I just want you to be aware of is there could be some spots of fog kind of coming and going, but especially in the river valleys, some fog could be out there this morning. I was just looking at some of the visibility numbers, some signs of lower visibility in the Chesterfield area and also down closer to Perry County in Missouri. We'll check those out again for you in just a bit. Once that sun gets to work, it really is going to get to work. Our highs again here on our Monday, right back in the mid to upper 80s. And I'm expecting upper 80s here in Metro St. Louis. So a summer-like feel on this October 2nd. But the fall feel, I just lost my bracelet. A fall feel is in that extended outlook. I will tell you all about the change in temperatures coming up in just a few minutes. Thank you, Angela. One person... Amelia McGavro does continue to have some time off, so I want to give you a quick update on your real-time traffic this morning. And again, for the most part, we're still very early here. No major crashes to talk about. There is some static road work on westbound 364, the page extension approaching the Veterans Memorial Bridge headed into St. Charles County. And that road work does have some lanes closed in that area, so westbound drivers headed into St. Charles County, the Harvester area. Heads up in that direction, but not showing any major delays. Did notice that in that construction zone in South City on I-55, things are starting to slow down a little bit. You're down below 30 miles per hour in spots. Thank you, Angela. One person is killed after a deadly hit and run crash early this morning in South St. Louis. And the power of two's Chris Renee is live in South City now. Chris, do police have any leads on that driver involved? A little bit of new info here, Blair. I'll tell you that in just one second. Good morning to you, Ty. Good morning to you as well. We are at Gravoy in Nebraska. This is right where that deadly hit and run took place. I just checked in again with police a few minutes ago. They told me all they know about the hit and run driver at this point is that the vehicle involved was a red pickup truck. 
We can show you a video overnight from the senior police getting the call about 1.15 this morning. This all happened basically right at the boundary of the Benton Park West and Tower Grove East neighborhoods where we are this morning. Authorities tell us a male victim was hit by a car that then left the scene. We're told the vehicle was rushed. We're told the victim was rushed to an area hospital where he was pronounced dead. At this point, police have not yet released the name or age of the victim, just that he was likely an adult male. Authorities tell us they also don't know the details of what may have led to this deadly incident. Accident reconstruction was called to the scene. They were here for a while overnight. If you have any information, you are asked to call St. Louis City Police. About four hours earlier and less than two miles away from here, another deadly crash happened that killed one man. This one took place at Gravoy and Bingham just after 9 o'clock last night, but it was not a hit and run. Police told us in that case an adult male was involved in some kind of vehicle crash and was pronounced dead at a hospital. Details about that wreck still coming into police at this hour. Accident reconstruction was called to that scene as well. Like in the hit and run, though, the name and age of the victim in this incident have not yet been released. For now, live in South City, I'm Chris Fournier. Thank you, Chris. 6.03 or 6.04 is your time right now. A bill that would destigmatize homelessness and support the unhoused in St. Louis City is expected to be introduced today. Five Two's Laura Simon is live in Soulard outside of a shelter where that meeting is happening with what's expected to happen with this ongoing issue. Laura, good morning to you. Good morning to you, Blair. The Board of Aldermen are currently considering a so-called unhoused bill of rights. It would essentially mandate where homeless people can camp without the threat of being removed. We want to show you some video we took at the end of last week from Bomberito Automotive Group Sky Fox. It overlooks a homeless encampment outside of City Hall on the lawn there. And at last check, we counted more than two dozen tents out there. It is catching the attention of people who walk near there, who work near there, and also the attention of city leaders. As the camp continues to grow, the energy out there is getting more and more tense as well. We are told the camp is visible from Mayor Tashara Jones's window at City Hall, and the growth of the camp illustrates the struggle and challenge the city has seen dealing with the homeless situation. The encampment can be an eyesore. There's trash on the ground, areas smell like urine, and our partners at the Post-Dispatch have reported some drug use out there too. A spokesperson for the mayor's office says the city has no immediate plans to remove the camp outside City Hall. We're told the Department of Human Services also visits several times a week to offer people housing and resources. Available shelters are at 82% capacity, so there is still space for homeless people. And happening later here this morning, Alderwoman of the 7th Board, Alicia Sunnier, Board of Alderman President Megan Green, and Peter and Paul Community Services Center Director Terry Dunn will be announcing the introduction of legislation to support the unhoused in the city of St. Louis. Reforms will in part decriminalize homelessness, create a pathway for safe camping areas, and remove barriers to establishing shelters that provide much needed resources to the unhoused. And the city will also, we're told, provide showers, toilets, access to services, and 24-hour security. This announcement is expected to happen here at 10 this morning at the Peter and Paul Community Services Shelter here in Sular. For now, reporting live in Sular this morning, I'm Laura Simon. Thank you, Laura. 6.06 is your time right now. We want to get you to some breaking news. We're checking with our Nissan Rogue Runner, Nick Lopez, who uh, is at the scene of a crash. Nick, what's happened here? 
Yeah, I'm here at a crash here on North Broadway and Bittner Street. It's a Metrolink bus and a car, a passenger car. Now, there have been multiple people that EMS is treating right now. I don't know the extent of their injuries, but you can see that this bus and this car collided head-on right here on North Broadway at Bittner. And I just arrived here at the scene, so I'm still working to find out exactly what happened here. But when I do, I'll let you know. In the Nissan Rogue Runner, Nick Lopez, back to you in the studio. Thank you, Nick. Someone shot two people late Sunday night in the Wells Goodfellow neighborhood in North St. Louis. One of the victims died. The other was shot in the hand. This happened a little after 9.30 last night on Terry Avenue near Goodfellow Boulevard. The Homicide Division of St. Louis is investigating. An oversight board for St. Louis City Detention Facilities is meeting today. This is after an inmate died at the St. Louis City Justice Center Saturday. That meeting was scheduled before the inmate's death. Jail officials told our partners at the Post-Dispatch, 44-year-old Jawan Carter had a medical emergency early Saturday morning. Before Carter's death, at least two other inmates died at the Justice Center this year. The Detention Facilities Oversight Board is a part of the city's Department of Public Safety. At today's meeting, they're scheduled to talk about the best practices for investigations and labor rights and laws. St. Louis City Police are investigating an apparent murder-suicide in South St. Louis. Officers were called to the 4800 block of Germania in the Boulevard Heights neighborhood Saturday afternoon after a neighbor reported not hearing from a couple and then seeing the couple through their window unresponsive on the floor. Police say it appears a 68-year-old man beat a 68-year-old woman to death with a hammer before taking his own life. And we have a power of two follow up on a deadly hazmat crash that happened this past weekend. It was in central Illinois. Crews with the National Transportation Safety Board are now in Effingham County. They're helping state police to investigate this crash and ammonia spill. U.S. Route 40 is open now after it shut down for more than 24 hours. Hazmat crews removed the remaining ammonia from the site. Five people, including two children, were killed when that tanker flipped and spilled an estimated 4,000 gallons of the chemical Friday evening. The crash forced the evacuation of more than four, uh, 500 people who lived within a mile of the crash. Investigators have not yet um, confirmed the exact cause of the crash. Don't cry, dry your eye. It's the end of an era. Cardinal Nation may never see the number 50 on a uniform again. The team and fans said goodbye to retiring Redbird legend Adam Wainwright over the weekend. One last celebration of the ace pitcher was held before yesterday's game. The last of the season ended on a good note. Among the tributes and gifts, Wainwright saw his family grow by one member. They got a new puppy named Louie. It's a gift from the Redbirds. Wayno always said he would not get a dog until retirement. The Cardinals made that promise a reality. Well, I guess it's official. I got a dog, so I am officially retired. <laughs> platform we've been given is great and the playing here and and performing well on the field is great but you know sometimes I feel like we're we're here performing and we're given this platform for for a reason besides baseball and so I've, I've loved living those besides reasons out you know getting to share faith getting to go on mission trips getting to help people eat and drink water those are big moments for me you know and I've, I've had a lot of helpers in that room and that were here today a lot of people some of my best friends in the world most of my best friends in the world were here today and uh, that's, that's a special day. Already retired to Cardinal Legends, Albert Pujols and Yadier Molina also took part in yesterday's pregame celebration. From his postgame concert Saturday night, 
to a look back at his 18-season career with the Cardinals. You can find more of our coverage on Adam Wainwright's retirement on the web. Just head over to fox2now.com and search Wainwright.